Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather. And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts. And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. This podcast is a part of the Youth Cartels Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. It's Heather here, and we've got a fun discussion today on what is Midrash and why is that important in understanding our Bibles and being teachers of it to our students. And so Mark is going to be leading us on a fun discussion today. And um, I learned something fun about Mark today, actually, in our parables code. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Did you guys know that when Mark was growing up, he was in a (laughs) punk rock band? I was in three. (laughs) And that he was uh, playing guitar. And I personally, I I would think, and I was joking in our parables cohort that I was going to like play some punk rock and you were going to sing a a chord or two for us, but. It's not going to happen. I don't know how to play punk rock, so that's not going to happen. So that's so sad. I will, I'll share with you the best band name that I came up with. Yeah, let's hear it. It was from the movie The Goonies. Yeah. Um, where one of the kids slips and almost falls and he, he yells, Holy Mackenzie. And that was my <laughs> punk rock band name in college was Holy Mackenzie. Nice. I like it. Yeah. That had a lot of deep meaning and purpose, I'm sure. It had next to no depth. Yeah. Amen. Well, hey, let's get <laughs> at it with Madras, shall we? All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to basically talk about what is Midrash uh, this episode, and then we're going to talk about the two different types. Like We're going to highlight Midrash Halakha and Midrash Agadah the next time we chat. Does that sound good? Let's do it. So briefly, this is what Midrash is. This is why it matters. And here's one short, fun example. That's today. Okay? Mm -hmm. So Midrash is the art of connecting texts in mm-hmm. the biblical literature. Yeah. Okay. So it's more than just here's a text and now I'm going to tell you a story. It's actually a literary game where a scribe is artfully pulling a text forward because of a word that connects with another text, like maybe the same word that was in the Genesis text is also in an Isaiah text and so they connect. Or a concept, all right? So the one we're going to look at today is um, connected basically by pain, but it's really beautiful. Yeah. There's a line in Exodus um, that makes a scribe ask a question, and then he, through a short story, connects it to a text in Isaiah to say something really beautiful and profound about what God is like and why there is suffering in the world. And he does it in such a brief time, and it's so artful. But what you have to understand is it's not simply stories about the stories in the Bible. Okay, That's what I think most people think is the definition of Midrash. These are Jewish stories about the Bible. They're not just Jewish stories about the Bible. They are literary masterpieces that connect the Bible. And so the text we're going to look at today connects Exodus 3-4 to Isaiah 63, 9, right? Here's here's what's fascinating, though, and why this is important. The New Testament, and specifically the Gospels, is one of the first places where we see Midrash 
like growing up, which I think is really cool. The okay. Dead Sea Scrolls is the other place, but okay. we didn't have a Dead Sea Scrolls show. Um, but uh, there's a there's a really really learned scholar named Sergey Ruzer who says mm-hmm. that actually the New Testament is your first glimpse at the art of midrash developing. Okay, and it's that stuff we looked at last time where you pull like one line out of the Hebrew Bible mm-hmm. to artfully make your point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or it might say Jesus came out of Egypt. Why? Because out of Egypt, I called my son. And we quoted a line from Hosea that has nothing to do with it to the Western mind. Mm-hmm. But the writer's actually being artistic and connecting yeah. two words to make an argument that the Jesus story is culminating the Hebrew Bible story, right? Yeah. And that happens again and again in the Gospels. The way they're writing the text connects the Hebrew Bible to Messiah again and again and again. And they're using kind of a primitive form of Midrash. Midrash is like starting in the New Testament. And that's why we have all those texts where it says, as it is written, or that's why it says, Mm -hmm. or this was to fulfill, blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Connecting the two texts. This might be a terrible, like real world example. And you can totally stop me. If it is. So I'm just sitting here thinking as you're talking. Um, did you ever watch the show from back in the day, Psych? Did you ever watch that show? What, about the guy that could kind of read people really well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good and show. Was smart. Yes, my husband and I, we binge watched all of that. And I just <laughs> love that show. It's so great. And so, um, but the main character, he's constantly connecting little pieces of things to bring about like, boom the final ending, right? And it culminates in this super awesome story that he always tells at the end. But it was always like that tiny little small detail that nobody else saw, but he was looking really intently and he noticed it. And it's, so he doesn't have psychic powers. He just has the ability to notice the small details and connect them and put them all together. No, that's not only really great. It opens up the beauty of Midrash because the art of it is that the whole Torah is in your head, right? I mean, you're sitting here writing this story and you're looking at one text and it sends your mind to another text because you know the other text, like the back of your hand. Yeah. And that's what Sean, this is another psych reference. So Sean's dad always used to say to him, yeah, everything that you need to see is right there. You just have to notice it, you know? And so it's like, yeah, it's the same thing with. Uh, that sounds like my rabbinic literature teacher. <laughs> totally. Right? <laughs> and it was Sean's dad. That's a great analogy. <laughs> Thank um, you. You know, I think though too, do you remember when we had Dr. Olshine on? Yeah. And he said, like, basically we were talking about the rabbinic model and the disciples. And he said, I think a couple of those guys were really sharp. The reason he said that isn't just that they grew up and wrote gospels. It's that they're mm-hmm. really brilliant and their, mm-hmm. their knowledge of the Bible is so embedded in them that these yeah. guys are just writing along about Jesus. And they're like, that's why it says out of Egypt, I call my son. Wow. They just know that. Yeah. And they just, it's just in them. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. So I want to so hear your stories. Let's do it. Let's yeah, hear yeah, your yeah. I brought a short one for today. And if, okay. if we get, if we get uh, the time, I'll do one more. Okay. All right. They both have Moshi in them. Moses. All right. Mm-hmm. A lot of times a certain form of Midrash 
we won't go into the details. They start with a base text. So there's a text of the Bible. The scribe decides to write a commentary on it or notices something that bothers him. Mm-hmm. And then he, off he goes, right? Yeah. So the, the verse that starts it is called the Lemma text, L-E-M-M-A okay. text. The Lemma text here is Exodus 3, 4. And it says, God called to him, that's Moses, mm-hmm. out of the thorn bush, right? Remember, thorn bush is on fire in the wilderness and Moses turned aside. Woo. The text is, God called to him out of a thorn bush. And then here goes the scribe. The Holy One, blessed be he, said to Moses, do you not feel that I'm in pain just as Israel is in pain? Understand this from the place out of which I am speaking to you, out of the thorns. If one could possibly say so, because remember, for this late antique scribe saying that God suffers, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right? Even though we would probably say, of course, God suffers. He suffered for us, right? Mm-hmm. But for this guy, it's a stretch. He says, if one could possibly say so, yeah. I'm sharing in Israel's sufferings. Hmm. The reason, and now here's where he connects it to the Isaiah text. Okay. And this Isaiah text would have just been in his head, right? Yeah. That's the reason why it is said in Isaiah 63, 9, in all their afflictions, he was afflicted yeah okay so why did he call out of a thorn bush because it was painful and god wanted the people of israel to know that he participated in their participated in their pain god how they were being hurt wow he chose the thorn bush isn't that beautiful that's a really beautiful midrash yeah it's from Exodus Rabbah, which means Exodus big. And it's just a big commentary on Exodus. Oh, I like it. Well, one more on Moses since oh, I did all that by 10 minutes. Come on now. Come on now. We're under, we're like in nine minutes and something. Come on, come on. Okay. Here's one more I brought for you. It's also okay. from Exodus Rabbah. And I think it's great for youth pastors. This is like a youth pastor midrash if there okay. ever was one. Okay. Does it have so, to deal with pizza and... um? PlayStation? If only. only. (laughs) All you pastors are part Ninja Turtle. It's true. Praise praise the Lord. So our our starting text is Exodus 3.1. It's now Moses was tending the flock. Remember that passage? Like now Moses was tending the flock out in Midian, far from Egypt, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now Moses was tending the flock. The Holy One tested Moses by means of the flock, that is by shepherding. Yeah. As our masters explain, when Moses, this is the beautiful story. I love this. When Moses, see if you can hear the story Jesus tells just a little bit about going after a lost lamb, right? Or a lost sheep. When Moses, our teacher, was tending Jethro's flock in the wilderness, a lamb scampered off. Scamper, scamper, scamper. Scamper, scamper. And, (laughs) And Moses followed it until it approached a shelter under a rock as the lamb reached the shelter it came upon a pool of water and stopped to drink so imagine moses follows this runaway lamb Mm -hmm. farther farther out what are you doing little lamb and it lands under this overhanging like cliff yeah there's a puddle under it right sure and it starts to lap up the water 
when Moses caught up with it, he said, I didn't know that you ran away because you were thirsty. Now you must be tired. So he hoisted the lamb up on his shoulder and started walking back with it. All right, here's the beautiful you pastor line. God, the Holy One, then said, because you showed such compassion in tending the flock, Mm. as you live, you shall become a shepherd of Israel, the flock that is mine. Isn't that beautiful? That's really good. I, okay. That's that's great. You know, it it really um, brings. It's kind of like TV, like way back in the day. Because you think about it. I mean, we do this all the time with artistic Christian movies, right? Like we take some artistic liberty and kind of bringing a fuller meaning to the story, right? Yeah. Than what meets the eye on the biblical page, and trying to connect little parts and pieces too. And that's that's a beautiful thing of thinking about shepherding your kids in a way that God would say, okay, I'm going to give you an even bigger shepherd's field to love and care for. Yeah. Well, and read it back into, read it back into your life. At least for me, um, I not only spent the early years of my life obsessed with being, I guess, some kind of punk rock player, (laughs) (laughs) but look, I also spent it um, self-absorbed, kind Mm. of stupid, kind of arrogant. Yep. Um, and there was a point where God changed my heart and I became compassionate. And yeah. so when I would see someone suffering, mm-hmm. I wanted to help yeah. just like that little lamp. Oh, you were thirsty the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, now I bet you're tired. Let me take care of that. Yeah. Um, wow. That's the person that Moses is molded to be in the wilderness. And as he takes on that compassion, God says, well, now, now you're ready to shepherd my people, Israel. Yeah. In some ways it goes back to that liminal story that you told being caught in a liminal space that actually shapes you. And that's what Moses had too. He had 40 years in a liminal space, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a story from the collection of stories when Moses is like on the lamb doing nothing like out watching sheep. Right. Just having his heart be prepared says the Holy One tested Moses. He was yeah. testing him by shepherding. Yeah. And there, there are a ton of Midrashic passages um, to this effect with Moses and with King David. Mm-hmm. That actually, the reason I made you a shepherd is because you're going to shepherd people. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. really, really beautiful. Yeah. So Midrash is a beautiful way of connecting the stories of the Bible to bring out a fuller meaning. Yep. Yeah. And it so was hard to pick just two, but I did. Good job. So Thanks. next week and the week after, we're going to be talking about two specific forms of Midrash, Midrash Halakha and Midrash Agadah. So Youth Pastor, thanks for joining us. Anything else you want to dive in on, Mark, before we? I got to go. You got to go? No, you get it? Agada. Go? No, I don't get it. didn't land? Okay. No, it didn't. But maybe it did with somebody else out there who. Midrash Agadah. I got to go. Oh yeah, you, you, that was great. That was, was good. that a dad joke? That was a dad joke for sure. <laughs> a midrashic dad joke. Come on, come on. Now. <laughs> well, friends, um, you don't listen to our show for jokes, and we're glad for that. But um, if you want to, 
get to know more of our bad jokes, you could join our parables cohort. We're actually running through one right now and we'll do one in the near future. Uh, Get connected on our Facebook page and join our closed Facebook group. Write us a review. It helps us get a little bit more exposure in the podcast world. And um, we would love to get to know you more as you listen to our show. So thanks for joining us on this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye everyone.